I am life and leadership coach, Tara Keach, and this is the Inspired Leaders Podcast, where you learn how to lead an inspired life so you can inspire those you lead. Today's episode is a part of our super special series where we are highlighting our Inspired Leader Award winners. I am so excited to bring you the real life stories of these real life all-star leaders who are in the world, making it a better place every single day. You're going to hear their stories, gain the advantage of the lessons that they've learned along the way, and listen as they speak directly to you. They are sharing the advice that they want you to know. This is the inspiration and insight that you won't hear anywhere else. I hope you get as much richness and enjoyment from it as I did. Rebecca, I am so glad to be with you. I am thrilled to get to honor you and recognize the leadership that that you are creating in the world and how you're helping so many others. Would you share with the audience a little bit about who you are and your path into leadership? Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm super happy to be here too. Thank you so much. Um, it's been awesome uh, getting to know you. And my path into leadership, it started actually pretty early in my life when I joined the Air Force. And that was in the year 2000. Oh my goodness. Um, where I was put into a human resources role and human resources naturally kind of naturally has a, a path into leadership and an inclination for it because you're dealing with everyone in an organization, you're dealing a lot with the leadership. And so I really, I enjoyed uh, that particular aspect of the job, the mentorship and seeing how you could just really have an impact in people's lives through helping them through some of these really challenging personal times and also really amazing uh, growth moments, right? Um, so in the Air Force is when I was, I was exposed to leadership and really um, had some fantastic mentors and had some amazing training on leading. And that's where, the, where I got my start which has now led me to a, um, quite a few positions within major corporate corporations. Um, I worked for a small law firm in Oregon that represented LGBTQ plus folks that were being sexually harassed at work. And I was an advocate for them in their case and taught them how to advocate for themselves. And that was an amazing form of leadership. And now I am a human resources business partner at Amazon. And that role too just has a lot of different flavors of leadership, ways that we lead and mentor people here. And that is, you know, just a little bit about my trajectory into being a leader. I love so much about what you do. And <laughs> I am grateful for the work you're doing in the world. I, I want to unpack a couple of things. And the first place you started was mentorship. Can you explain? what impact mentorship had on you and how you're carrying that forward? How, what is it like to be a mentor? Yeah, it's a great question because I think mentorship is, you know, sometimes people come to you and they know where they want to go and you can help them get there through your experience or through your learning and researching things like that, right? Um, but I think that it's most impactful when somebody comes to you and they don't know where they want to go or they have no idea what's possible for them. And that's what happened with me. You know, when I went into the military, my worldview, and I think most 18 year olds 
worldviews are kind of small and they don't, you know, they don't have any idea what they don't know. And so being a mentor, having a mentor really can just widen your view of possibility for your life. And what I see every day here is that here at Amazon is that when we don't have really strong leaders to help people show like there's a step above this for you. Yeah. People's morale really just suffers and their and their self-esteem suffers. And so it doesn't matter if you want to be like the next Jeff Bezos or you want to be like a really amazing, you know, like level one manager. You always have to have people in your corner, right? Just like helping remind you of what's possible outside of like the day-to-day or like the limited picture you have in the world. I love that so, so much. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I'm done. Keep going. No. <laughs> um, I keep hearing two things. Like you're holding space for mm-hmm. belief in themselves. Like you can mm-hmm. see what they're capable of mm-hmm. and you what I'm hearing you say is like, you get to pair that with some of the logistical, like how to's Mm -hmm. Um, for people who may not know that there's a ladder or a next step or Mm -hmm. beyond. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Like even here, and it's, it's such a fun process of discovery. Like at Amazon, we have a job where people literally just read books and are part of yeah, just, you just read books, like you just read books and that's just part, that's your job. And then you decide like if they should be part of certain lists and things like that, right? And I think a lot of people don't even think that the things that they enjoy are um, jobs. <laughs> and then sometimes I think you do need somebody, I, I'm mentoring someone right now where I was working with them and I was saying, you know, and I had told them about it type of position that they didn't even know existed, but I could see that it was a possibility for them. And I introduced them to this concept and it was like, like, it was like fireworks went off for them, you know? And that is, yeah, it's a lot of space holding and, you know, see, like seeing the potential in people, but being really careful not to impose your opinion of what their future should look like on them. That's so tricky. So let me ask your advice for mentors out there. How can they do that even better? Yeah, I think it's really asking high quality questions of the people in front of you that are asking you to mentor them to get really clear on what their vision is or their lack of vision instead of just like, coming in and assuming like a missile that you know what the answer is for them. Um, I, I think that a lot of the times I've seen people mentor and it's kind of gone sideways. It is that they have this, they, they can't hold, they hold their vision of what the person should do higher than what the person that they're mentoring wants. Wow. Thinking about like I teach leaders coaching skills. And so mm-hmm. what you're talking about is really showing up like with an open hand, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to help you. Where do you want to go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have another question. If you're okay with this, talking yeah, about yeah. membership still, I just love oh. your perspective so much. So the other thing that you shared with me at the beginning is that you were fortunate enough to plug into really high quality mentors 
early on mm-hmm. for someone who may like know in themselves that they're, they need mentorship or that they want it and they're ready for it. Mm-hmm. What advice would you have for how they could plug in to a really supportive mentorship? Yeah, I think it's like finding a therapist really. Right. Um, and so it is, it's got, it's got to feel right to you. It's got to feel supportive to you. And like, sometimes people don't want to ask for mentors if they, you know, they, they want to ask for mentors and they want the mentor to do all the work. Um, when really like a mentorship, I ask the people that I'm mentoring, you know, to drive the situation. I'm kind of the passenger. And I think that a lot of people don't look at mentorship or think about mentorship that way. Like they think I'm going to come to you and you're going to solve all the problems, right? Where my job, I believe, is to guide you to answer your own questions, to get your own information, to make your own choice. Oh, how empowering. What a gift. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. I love that analogy. Like they are the driver. You really, you really are the co-pilot or the map, <laughs> the map system, the navigator who can help. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Tell me what else do you see as opportunities for um, other leaders that you observe, especially from your perspective in HR? Like you really have a broader view of the organization and many organizations, right? Not just where you're at. What do you see that you would like for others to know who are in leadership positions? I would like leaders to know that what I experience so much with my managers is having to remind them of positive intent Oh, I love and, that. Yeah. yeah, like always going in with positive intent, even if you think you know every single detail of a situation, right? Um, whether you're mentoring or coaching them in a disciplinary sense or some other sense, I've had so many times in my career where I have done investigations that, I mean, you would think are watertight and then you find, like you find something out that totally just, blows it apart kind of like almost you know like a law and order episode you know where there's like that like that drop where you could never imagine something coming or something you 100% thought wasn't true was true or or the vice versa right so always just humbling yourself to even though you think you know and you could be 99% positive in a situation um just have that that mindset of like, I don't know everything that happens in the situation or, or everything about this person or everything that needs to happen. And there's a little, um, there's a little room in there, wiggle room, right. For, um, that, that, like that positive intent, right. Of not knowing everything and it's gonna, like, it's, that's okay. And also, um, humbling yourself to certain situations in in that sense and I and I think by starting from there you're naturally going to set the tone of the conversation no matter what the conversation is in a much better situation in a much better light and circumstance setting it up that way Rebecca I feel like you probably just blew a couple people's worlds open (laughs) because being able being able to objectively look at facts versus our interpretation of them can completely shift any experience Mm-hmm. And what a measure of grace for those of us who, who know that other people may be perceiving our actions that way. It's sort of like put out what you want to receive. Like we all want to be, we all, each of us for ourselves 
make decisions that we believe are the best. And if, if yeah. we can make assumptions that others are doing the same. Um, yeah. It's a beautiful chain reaction. Yeah. I deal in human resources a lot with sometimes people lie and other managers take it really personally. Yeah. And, and then it's hard for them to have an objective conversation or to see this other person as like a, a human being and they almost turn them into an enemy. And it's like, we all, yeah. at the end of the day, we all have the same goal. Right. And, and I firmly believe that everybody's just doing their best to get by and it looks different. And we just have to remember that. I think that's fantastic. I hope you're planning to write a book. <laughs> tells, you know, everybody in HR, like all have this thing, like I got to write a book. <laughs> all the amazing anecdotes, all the incredible yeah. wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, Rebecca, let me ask you this last question. Mm-hmm. What other advice would you want to make sure that our listeners take home with them and really take to heart and put into action in their real lives? Yeah, um, I think that it's always, 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 always a good idea to just learn and be curious and remember that like every interaction that you're having with another human being is another opportunity to learn and be curious. Um, and that there's room for everyone. And a lot of times um, what I, what I see happen is people get tripped up forgetting that their role is their only current role or like, you know, when they go to, to mentor someone, you know, they get a little afraid of how good they are and the universe, right. Is so expansive and there are so many opportunities and there is, there is room for everybody here. And I know that's pretty broad, right? But I just, I think that that reminding yourself of that is going to broaden your capacity to lead so many more people that there's room for all of us in all these different ways. There's book readers, right? And then there's box packers and then there's HR people. And we're all going to find our spot. So the competition that we create in our minds is kind of, it's a lie. A lot of the times it's a lie and we can provide so much better leadership if we keep in mind that there's room for everyone. I feel like that's the title of your book. And I got like chill bumps as you were talking about it. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your experiences and your perspective. I can't wait to have more of these conversations with you at the summit. Um, I appreciate you, Rebecca. Thank you for everything. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, you have got to join me in the Leaders Coaching Mentorship, where you get the coaching, mentoring, and skills that you need to live your most inspired life and to love leading others. Join us today at leaderscoachingmentorship.com.